Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, how you doing? great how are you i'm great i got a new puppy since we talked it's not really a puppy we got our dog a dog uh since we talked last and and i'm I'm just so happy because there's like dog running around and fighting and wrestling in the house all over the place and i couldn't be happier um but we're not gonna i although i could talk for 20 minutes about that uh we're not going to what are we talking about today well, puppies is a good topic, but um, I, I think it actually kind of ties in with what um, what was on my mind, which is it takes a while to figure out how to parent or how to teach young kids, and um, I think we expect to be good at it the moment we encounter a child or a classroom of kids or you know start a family, mm-hmm. and we don't give ourselves a break. Um, so here's an, a, a story from my mother. She... Some listeners may know that um, she and her preschool, the inspiration for my books, she was never the director, but she was a longtime teacher there. She taught at the School for Young Children for 40 years. And um, at the end of 40 years, I think she felt pretty confident about what she was doing. <laughs> but now that she's officially retired, um, she ret- she volunteers in the classroom to keep you know, keep her finger on the, the world of young children. That's where she's always been happiest. Mm-hmm. And while she volunteers, she'll say th- things to me like, well, I'm helping in a, let's say, a, a morning preschool class because the teacher there has only taught for six years. So she's very new and needs help. Doesn't <laughs> really know what she's doing. <laughs> and I think about this and I think... Yeah, very new. Only done it for six years, which if you think about that as a parent and you think, why do I struggle with my two-year-old and four-and-a-half-year-old? And I've been doing this for four-and-a-half years. I should know what I'm doing by now. Mm-hmm. Take heart. You're not supposed to, according <laughs> to my mother. You're supposed to be very new at it still, and it takes time. So give yourself a big old break because um, – a lot of this is not natural um, to parents, and it takes time to figure out how to control our own emotions, how to cope with our children's emotions, how to juggle all these new roles. And it's not one of those things where you just add water and poof, you're ready to go. Yeah, and, and especially now, I mean, not too long ago in human history when we had much bigger families and never moved more than 10 miles away from the place we were born, there was a lot more connection in the day-to-day lives of, of most people with, with children in some way or another, and that just doesn't hold true anymore. I mean, if you're, if you're a first-time parent and you, you had your first child in your, your mid or even later 30s, which is happening more and more nowadays, you could be disconnected from actual children in childhood for, for decades 
in there yeah. and and I mean that's 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 a big hunk of this, isn't it? Right. It's 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 like starting a brand. It's like landing on a new planet and saying, "Oh, I know how this should work," and then it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> the way you thought. Yeah. I mean, adult life in our in our society seems to be very ordered and uh, on the outside, at least. Mm -hmm. And then when a, a young child enters, <laughs> a young child is not ordered, and chaos <laughs> will happen, and it's it, it can defy all of your expectations. So. Um, I mean, two of the things you brought up are very real, and one of them is that um, we don't naturally have this built-in mentoring and, and watching and having young children in our lives in all of the adult periods of our life, so we're not seeing how this culture raises kids the way in the old days we did, just see it in our house or see it in our community. It's not there to watch. Uh -huh. You might see what a, a perfect child is supposed to look like in the media. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't see the reality. And the other one is that yeah, a lot of families are starting later, and so what I call adult amnesia sets in. Now, what is adult and amnesia? Is just, well, you know, let's say you're 12, mm -hmm. and you're not a little kid anymore, but you still can remember yeah what it was like, and you can still relate mm -hmm. to that little kid. I mean, a 12 year old is a very different being than a three year old. But there's a lot of connection and not too much forgetfulness that goes on. But by the time you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s or beyond, there can be a huge stretch where we're so busy with using our brains for different things, we actually forget what it feels like to be a young kid, all the fears and emotions and struggles and, and joys. And so there's the amnesia. It just takes yeah. so long for us to get from early childhood to when we are in charge of young kids ourselves that we totally forget. So how you're new, you're a new parent and you're struggling and you know you're struggling and you know you've, you 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 you've listened this far you've listened 6 minutes into this podcast and you you realize that it's it's actually okay to struggle because of these reasons what 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 next yeah and you know if you find and maybe you don't know that you're struggling you think oh it's just supposed to be hard so my days are supposed to be like this yeah one way to tell if if maybe there's something else you could be doing is are you finding that you're saying no all the time? Are you are you not finding um, joy and, and some degree of balance in your life? Because believe it or not, you can have that. It's not a superhero power, mm -hmm. but it's learning certain things that you can incorporate into daily life and changing your expectations so that you interact with your child and, and your family differently. It's, it's not super hard, but it might mean uncovering a few new ideas. How do you do this? What's the answer, right? Yeah. I mean, it depends who you're surrounded by. If there are people near you that you admire their parenting or admire how they work with kids, go talk to them mm -hmm. and um, ask to bask in their shadow for a bit. <laughs> in other words, follow them around. Go to the playground with them. Sit in on their classes. Just soak it up. That's one way people learn, and a lot of people are very open to kind of being that quasi-mentor for you. Um, Another way is dive into um, learning however you learn best, so podcasts or diving into books. Uh, the reason I wrote the It's Okay Not to Share books is that I entered parenthood 
confidently because I'd grown up with a mother who was a preschool teacher and I'd been one I'd been raised the way I wanted to raise my own kids. Mm-hmm. Some people don't have that luxury and yeah. they want to raise their kids differently, but they don't know how how to do that. So I had this going for me. I wanted to raise my kids the way I was raised, and I'd been semi-connected to this preschool all my life, and so I knew their philosophy, and I also, if I was really stuck, I could just call my mother, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because she was an early childhood expert who I really respected how she worked with young kids, but most people don't have that, and I, I remember when I had young kids that I'd meet all kinds of parents who were just baffled by everything. Um, and by the kid being angry, by the child still wanting her blankie when she was three and should get over it. You know, when <laughs> when there were all sorts of small daily things that the parents built into power struggles that I wasn't worried about. I wasn't worried about a child having a temper tantrum or telling me they hated me because really that was no big deal. That was normal child development, and I knew what to do when that happened. Yeah. So find a book um, that it's okay not to share and it's okay to go up the slide books are really built for people who have absolutely no time to read a book because you can just dive into one chapter, get what you need, and dive out again. Very digestible. Up for air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not, I mean, they're, they're big fat books, but they're not meant to intimidate that way. You just go into the section you need and then you try applying it with your kids and when it works, you think, oh, whew. And then you have time to read another. Yeah, what else is in here? That worked. (laughs) So I've had a lot of people write to me and tell me how their relationship has been transformed by reading these books because they, they were creating struggles where there didn't need to be. I mean, parenting will always be challenging, but it doesn't have to be as tough as we adults sometimes make it. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 neither does does working in an early learning program. And I want to I want to talk a little bit more about that in terms of uh, the story you told about your mom. I, I uh, after thirty years in the early learning profession, I'm I'm still kind of troubled at the way we prepare people to work in this profession because it does. I mean, six years is nothing. It does take time to get good at, 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 at this job. And I wish we had a better system of mentoring or apprenticeship or, or something where people who have those decades of experience with, with good practice like your mother are available to people who are new in the field to one help them survive because a lot of people that have their their hearts and heads in the right places get scared away in the early years because the reality of the work is different than the <laughs> the theoretics the idea. yeah and yep. and so I, I really think we need a better a better more effective system huh yeah I'm um, the school for young children where I went to school had the luxury of three teachers in every classroom of 18 kids mm-hmm. and three teachers for 18. And there was always one hugely experienced or two hugely experienced teachers in those three. So they purposely teamed people up with new ones coming into the fold, watching and listening almost as much as they were uh, sort of being a teacher. Yeah. They were soaking up what they heard the other teachers doing and how they were reacting to situations. 
So if you can do that, try to team up experienced people with, with newer ones. Um, that's one way to do it. Well, it's kind of like... So if you are very experienced, I mean, maybe you're retired and listening, uh -huh. volunteer and, and yeah. find a place that, that isn't scared of your experience. You know, find a place that thinks you are a gold mine and will love you and value you yeah. for your wealth of experience. And, um, and help these ones who are just starting off because the world is different, but young kids are not different. They're it, the same. And, and I think we, we think that, oh, my gosh, these are modern children. No, they're kids. And yeah. they, need, they need what they've always needed. Yeah, we're 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 still working with the uh, the same basic uh, uh, brain that we were with were working with ten thousand years ago when we were all hunter gatherers. So, it's it, just because there are iPads everywhere doesn't mean that uh, that the uh, way children learn and what they need has changed. It sounds this this whole mentoring thing sounds like what's going on with the dogs around the house here because the uh, the new pup the the old dog she's kind of well she's only two but she's look at the other one like the, the other one will do something and, and the new one looks the the old one looks at her and goes like is she's like um no that's not that's not the way we we do things here and and just kind of kind of like uh trying to trying to help him settle in and 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 teach him the ropes of uh of the family which is working out working out pretty nice she's kind of uh taking on the the job of uh of mentor for for the young yeah pup so from puppies to people it works <laughs> team up with somebody be prepared to learn something new and recognize that you can give yourself a break. You're not supposed to just have it all down in a month, in a year, in a decade. How long? Give yourself some time. How long did it take you to feel? Have you? <laughs> I should. <laughs> have you got to the point where you're you're feeling pretty settled in? Um, would does your mom does your mom let you? I mean, how 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 long did it take you to feel good, to feel competent, to well, feel capable? Uh, my, my part that I was um, shaky on was infancy because I didn't know much about the babies. Uh -huh. But once we got out of babydom, <laughs> I was so, yeah, get through I, I'd, been, I'd been in training for this all my life uh -huh. by being a child and by having a mother who was constantly talking about this and bringing me back to visit the preschool and just having me absorb it all. You know, it was like living with Mr. Rogers. It was a <laughs> lifetime of mentorship. So once we hit little kiddom, um, you know, the, the toddler and preschool years, I was walking with confidence. Now we're exiting that time. I have a, a child who just started high school last week. Uh. So, um, you know, I'm getting out of the area I'm fully conf uh, confident in. Uh -huh. However, I must say teenage-dom and toddler preschool dumb are very parallel. A lot of a lot of a lot of the same strategies and techniques. A lot of the same striving for independence mm -hmm. and trying things out, taking all kinds of social risks and emotional ups and downs. It's all the same, really. It is. Well, but you just might use different words and and tactics, but it's it's the same human. Um, development and it's just on a, a taller level. You know, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. actually taller than I am now. <laughs> That's awesome. Anything else we should toss in here to wrap this one up? No, I, I just think that um, you know, life takes time, and connect with people who you admire, and it's it's all going to work out just fine. You don't have to have all the answers today.
should we, since we're wrapping this up, should we give out your mom's email address or phone number so people can just call uh, call her and have her come and uh, follow them around if uh, they think that would be helpful? That might be a surprise for your mom. That would be a big surprise. <laughs> no, I suggest that instead that they, they read the It's Okay books because there's all the wisdom right in there. Okay. She's got direct quotes. <laughs> I know. That probably that probably keep us out of trouble with your mom too. Hey, this has been Renegade Rules. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the show. We'll be back soon with another episode. Bye bye. Bye. And. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.